0: I've tried, 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 and I'm trying. Even- I strive, strive, strive to get it. all been spent to pay for-
1: everybody this is Vinny Bucci aka The Booch and welcome to the recap of N X T and of course, as always, joining me, ladies and gentlemen, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now, well, he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Bootscast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude and dudettes?
2: Yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott. Gene speaking, I'm not that broke yet, but tonight was not that bad, was it? It was not
1: that bad. <laughs> it was not that bad. Yeah, I reckon it was not too bad. Mm. It was not at all. <laughs> yes. So uh, this is, ladies and gentlemen, the go home episode of NXT before Stand and Deliver on Saturday. So after this, it's the big event, and I, I gotta say real quick before we go into this recap, um, can I just say I love the fact that Stand and Deliver is in Texas in the American Airlines Arena, because mm-hmm. this that's where Takeover belongs. I'm sorry. You need to start doing the NXT pay-per-views again. And you need to start doing them in arenas. That's where NXT belongs. That's where NXT thrives. Remember, NXT used to pack arenas. They would have like the shows they would do at full sale. And then we'll bring the takeovers to the events, or the pay-per-views to the arena. And that's what to do. Even if it means you got to do only a handful a year and piggyback them off the pay-per-view that's coming. I don't care. Make them special if you have to. Hell, AEW does like four pay-per-views a year, if that. So if you have to spread it out a little bit, go ahead. But I feel like that's where the NXT events belong. That's very true. Yeah, so we're gonna kick things off right now with our first official match of the evening. We have Imperium versus LA Knight and MSK.
2: Uh, actually, it was very entertaining, was it not? I thought it was great, even though MSG was in it, but it was actually really, really good. It was back and forth. Of course, MSK were doing their spot monkey bullshit, but lo and behold, even though LA Deuce was part of the team, the winner is the stadium.
1: Yes, which I enjoyed. And I like the fact that Eichner pinned Carter from MSG to win the match. Very true. He had a very good lariat, which was very well done. Um, I like the fact that LA Knight and Gunter brawled into the crowd that kind of symbolizing the fact that they're going to be the ones um, focusing on their match at Stand and Deliver I also like the fact that Imperium pinned MS Gay because then after Imperium as they're walking up the ramp to celebrate the Kree brothers walk out on the ramp and it leads to like a weird triple threat stare down that makes no sense but either way it kind of gives me that feeling that the Kree brothers are going to walk out with the tag team titles and in all honesty the Kree brothers brothers need to walk out with the tag team titles because they're the most deserving. I mean, Imperium is a very great tag team. Uh, MSG didn't deserve the titles the first time they won them. Why the hell would I think they deserve it the second time? The answer is, I don't. So, ultimately, uh, the Kree brothers need to win. I think with Imperium pinning MSK, that pretty much puts them out of any chance of winning and makes the Kree brothers the most likely duo. I,
2: yeah, I agree. Uh, MSK no. Imperium, you have them long enough. It's time for the Kree brothers to be the new NXT Tag Team Champions, why can't it just be the creepers Brothers against Imperium? Why does MSK have to be part of it? Are they trying to piss us off there, Mr. Vinny
1: Yes, and they're succeeding. So I guess so, you're right. Okay. All right. So on that note, we move on. We cut to the backstage area, and we see Dakota Kai wandering around, and we find out that Wendy Chu is missing because she's got her. They see her pajamas, they see her footy slippers, and her pillows all ripped up with no uh, cotton in it. So now uh, Dakota Kai is trying to figure out where is Wendy. Well, since her stuff is uh has gone, maybe she was kidnapped. That's a possibility. But here's the thing that I don't get. What? Why would she leave her pajamas behind? And if somebody kidnapped her, why would you kidnap her if she's naked? Unless you're looking to do some nasty things to her that would not be appropriate for a PG show. Remember, folks,
2: this is a family show. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to think of this. Maybe another weird mindfuck from NXT. I don't know. So let's see what happens
1: with this. Yeah, I mean, I can understand they had the rest of her stuff out there, but when you got the pajamas and the footie and the and the bunny and the like the panda slippers, that that makes no sense to just leave her clothes out there. That that implies her clothes came off, and why? Unless you're looking to do nasty things to her, why would you take her clothes off? That makes no sense. I remember. A family show. Yes. And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening, if we even want to call it that. We got Ivy Nile versus Tiffany Stratton. Um... Boring? Boring. Boring squash. Yes. Me. This was very much a squash. Squash. Ivy Nile destroys Tiffany Stratton. Pretty much. I mean, of all the people Ivy Nile could squash, why would you have her squash Tiffany? Is she like not getting over the way the fan way the NXT wants her to? Correct. Are they really getting her to a job now? Like that makes no sense. You do all these vignettes to promote somebody only to have them get squashed in a match. That makes no fucking sense. Thank you. If Ivy Nile need a quick win Grab some random bitch from the performance center and choke her out. You don't know you don't do that to Tiffany, who you're trying to build to be one of your top heels. So I thought that was dumb.
2: Yeah, it was stupid. I didn't enjoy it at all. So the winner was Abinad by
1: uh, making the cheerleader tap out. Oh, Kentucky. Yes. So then we cut to uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who basically does a one-on-one promo with the WWE universe. You know, sitting NXT universe, sitting in his chair as always, talking about how this could be the last time we see Ciampa in NXT. And he talked about the journey he went through. He even brought up the fact that his wife had five miscarriages before their daughter was born. Which I thought was very weird to bring up. Yeah. An NXT promo out of nowhere. But I guess he wanted to go for the sympathy with the crowd. To let them know they've been there through everything. And then it showed at like May something 2015 to... April third, twenty twenty two, which is standing deliver. So I think based on that chair, it's safe to say Tommaso Champa, he's getting called up after this.
2: Yes, he is. I do see that. And I did see that. But did you see what he uh what the chair had on when he leaned against the uh thing right there? Yeah. It was like his
1: date that was there until the day he leaves. That's what I am saying, yeah. So, so it looks like um yeah. it's like a tombstone. Like here lies Tommaso Champa, boom to boom. So it looks like after this, I think the day after WrestleMania, he might show up on Monday Night Raw. And I think he should. Yep, same here. Cement just just stake his claim to I am on the main roster now and it's time for me to move on, which is why I think Tony D'Angelo needs to go over. Have Ciampa pass the torch and then go to Raw. Of course you'll be happy with that, now wouldn't you? Yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Right now we gotta move on to the next match of the evening. We got some tag team action. We have Legato del Fantasma versus Briggs and Jensen with Fallon Henley.
2: Did you call this a match? Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed. Guess you finally fucking
1: won. <laughs> yep, Briggs and Jensen, finally. It's- Cool. Win um, a fucking match. Yeah. Ever since this team has gotten together, they have jobbed. They've been treated like a joke. One guy's like lame with the ladies. I'm like, this is stupid. Now we're trying to find out if Fallon Henley's going to hook up with either one of them. Or if she's like a sister in the group or whatever. Or...
2: but She's something else. Could be. I'm not going to say what it is because it's a a feeling the show, so... Yeah. But... The, sh- the match was not that bad, actually. It was highly entertaining. I mean, Brits- the Briggs had just finally showed up. I was like, because I like them. kind of reminds me of a couple guys I used to go to bars with. Um, you sit back course. and just watch them beat the shit out of people. It's like, do you know the <laughs> Yeah, I do. <coughs> You're going to help them? You see your friends kicking the shit out of me. I was like, I don't think they need any help. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they got this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Briggs and Jensen would be the type of people you want to go about if You must be the favorite one beat the shit out of you. And who's the big one? Uh, I think it's Briggs. He's huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, i and him in the ring he acts like a big guy otherwise than that I enjoyed it highly I, this is probably one of the highlights of the show really because Frank Dixon actually shows the fuck up the first time in
1: months yeah they hit the high low for the win which is perfect yeah. I mean these guys really brought the fight and they looked good instead of looking like goofs for once so I kind of yeah, like no. that it now establishes them as a real legit tag team and can hopefully move them up the ranks to the tag team titles
2: absolutely 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 so yeah and anything else you want to say about this
1: um Um, Not really. Um, Next, we're going to move on to the next segment. We got Toxic Attraction in the ring. Uh, Mandy Rose complains about Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray boarding their way into the title match to stand and deliver. It doesn't matter. Rose isn't worried. She is the baddest bitch, and she has the baddest backup. Rose says they gifted Chew and Kai the dusty cup, and since they couldn't get the job done, they took care of Chew. So we find out that they basically beat up and took out Wendy Chew. As they dumped out of this purse, they had cotton from her pillow and her sippy cup, and everything else was just laying on the ring. So, we have all their stuff. And then, Jane and Dolan claim to have beaten everyone in the tag division. There's no one left. Dakota Kai hits the ring and gets some good shots in. I was shocked. She was building momentum, doing very well, but then quickly gets taken down. All of a sudden, Raquel Gonzalez music hits. She makes a return after being injured and makes the save. And then... Kai and Gonzalez are left in the ring. They have this intense stare down. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? And then uh, Dakota Deco- uh, Raquel goes for a fist bump. And then uh, Dakota smacks her hand out of the way, jumps up, and gives her a hug. And they're hugging in the middle of the ring. And then afterwards, uh, they're looking around, looking around. All of a sudden, Kai and Gonzalez hold up one of the tag team titles, and eventually both of them. And basically they're saying, well, since uh JC Jane and Gigi Dolan don't have any opponents for standard and Deliver, it looks like we're gonna see the reuniting of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, and they're gonna fight for the tag belts. That's very,
2: very true. I'm gonna see that. That'd be interesting to see. Toxic Attraction. Man, that was me. Uh, Jesus. That was just me, but they're good at what they do. Well, I enjoyed this segment right here. Dakota Kai Gonzalez, I hope they win a tag titles even though I rather wish it were sleepy
1: too, but that's just me. <laughs> Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing because these two were the first ever tag team champions. Mm-hmm. But they only held the belts for like a day. Then they quickly gave into Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, which was fucking stupid. I'm like, these two were literally the most dominant women in NXT at one time. And they couldn't have a good reign. So I would like to see them win at Stand and Deliver. But I want to see them with a title reign that's actually long term. Like, you know, someone's actually going to be a solid, like this is a real tag title reign. Yeah. And then they eventually lose the belts to whoever. But- yep just glad to see that the women's tag team belts will get representation despite the fact that they pretty much pissed away the Dusty Cup. Pretty much they did. So, and that fatal four-way is going to be interesting Uh, and then of course when all that's over we eventually see a promo from Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai talking about how their goal is to take out you know, Mandy Rose with the NXT women's title. But that's when it finally sinks in, is during that promo, only one of them can walk out with the title. So they're making it clear, even if i got to beat you to do it, I will. So it's...
2: I, I, I'm I confused. Wasn't it supposed to do this? Corey Jade against Mandy Rose. The Um. Uh, Yosirai, going against the tag team for the tag belts. Yes. And all of a sudden, they're going to do this.
1: Yeah, they decided this to... Is- Stupid. Yeah. This makes no sense. Here's why it's stupid because only one of them can be the champion which means that they're not going to let the one win at the expense of the other. So that means there's going to be times where Kaylee Ray's going to have Mandy Rose clearly beat and Io is going to break up the pin. Or is going to have a clear-cut win and Kaylee Ray's going to break up the pin and that's going to cause dissension within the ranks. And Mandy Rose can capitalize on that and win. So it's stupid. It's clearly stupid. Unless, like I said before, this is a way to get the belt off of Mandy without her being involved in the decision. So. But I'm
2: not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it at all. Not, yep.
1: not, not. And then, of course, uh, we got attitude reflecting leadership as uh, Hayward is fired up to take on Von Wagner this Tuesday after a teachable moment. <laughs> In the classroom, which as always is great, where basically the guy's getting fired up and then he starts cussing the guy for raising his hand. And then, like, I love the fact when, uh you know, Chase is like, Whoa, 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 where'd you learn to talk like that? Actually, you did, sir. That's the nicest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so listen to his. <laughs> I love it. It's great. He gets, it's like he gets to break all the PG rules because they censor him. It's hilarious. Like, this is, like, this is one of the most entertaining segments on NXT. It never disappoints. No, it doesn't. And then, of course, um, after that, we cut to uh, Brawn Breaker who uh, basically is declaring that um, he's going to make sure Dolph Ziggler does not leave Dallas with the NXT Championship. And obviously, he is got gold on his mind as he is ready to uh, take that belt back from Dolph Ziggler. And uh, I definitely think it's going to be a hell of a match.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, I mean, who do you want to win? I was like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't care who wins. Whoever wins, I'd be happy with. tell you the truth, I'm just two wrestlers I actually like. So, we'll see what happens. I stand to deliver. It better deliver. <laughs>
1: Well, it's the main event, so it's got no choice, but I feel like both these guys can deliver. I'm just intrigued to see who's going to win. On the one hand, if Dolph Ziggler wins, that that implies they want to keep him around a little bit longer in NXT. If Braun Breaker wins, there's really no reason for Ziggler to stick around unless him and Bobby Roode want to become the tag team champions. Which I would have no objections to down the road. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But uh, on that note, we we'll move on to the next match of the evening, if we even want to call it that. Uh, we got Von Wagner with Robert Stone versus Bodie Hayward with Andre Chase.
2: Um, to be honest, I actually would call this somewhat of a match. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it was more of an entertainment aspect of it, but Hayward put up a good good fight. The only thing that I, did, I didn't enjoy was oh god, what are these guys? Oh Jesus, this jacket time crap.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh I don't know what's worse. MSK or Jacket
1: Time, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. Uh on the one hand you got MSK, the other hand you got Jack Off Time. Jack Off Time? Do you think they do that to each other in the showers? Oh, totally. You
2: think so? 100%. Oh, okay. You think MSK George? Jack Off Time. Jack
0: time.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Oh God! He just—I mean, nah. Yeah. It was a good. It was—it was entertaining, though.
1: Yeah, the match was decent, it, but. Uh... They... But I and then it's like and then Wagner's and then like the announcers are like this is despicable. I'm like no, it's not. It's <laughs> this is one of the most entertaining this things I've seen all night. Good. Von Wagner beating up two annoying two guys who suck in the tag team division are nothing more than annoying spot Yeah, monkeys. I saw that. Please, that was good. please decimate them. And when he uh, ripped the uh, ripped the
2: jacket too.
1: That was beautiful. Oh. Ripped it in half.
2: Yeah, and what I love about this is that hot ass vlog is just ready to pounce from Von Wagner. Yeah. Yeah, she's ready to like jump his bones I was like uh, dude <laughs> you better do something about that right there
1: but I don't know if she is she looking to jump his bones or is she looking to join the Robert Stone brands I know she's been talking business it's the same girl that's been talking business with Robert Stone over the last couple weeks oh. so I don't know what they plan on doing with her I don't know if she's right. supposed to be a valet in addition to being a manager is she supposed to wrestle I have
2: no, I have no problem her state standing there
1: looking the way she does now oh, I don't either I have no <laughs> objections shit. she's doing well And uh, but on that note we're going to move on to the next match of the evening. We got Draco Anthony versus Joe Gacy with Harland. Was this a match? Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Okay.
2: These two, yeah. Yeah, I, I was good. The kid put up a fight, though, against Joe Gacy. Even though half the fucking time Vinny was standing there looking like G- Gacy. What? Mm-hmm. I was I was really, I was. was about half-tipped to this freaking Snack you, I was like, dude, you're you're freaking me out here. I'm supposed to be the crazy one, but not you. Try to take my spotlight,
1: Mr. Scott. I understand (laughs) that you have all this misplaced anger. I want you to know you can open up. Anger? You can talk. This is a safe space. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love Joe Gacy. I love this gimmick. It's so entertaining. It is. He's so fucking evil, and he doesn't even do anything evil. (laughs) And he plays this whole thing off so well, like... He's like, it makes fun of the snowflakes so fucking well. And Draco Andrew all these losses, like, you know, it's only a matter of time before he joins this faction. Well, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a three man team, most yes, definitely. It is. They're, yes, b- it is. they're planning the seeds. If they weren't gonna let Draco join, mm-hmm. he would have won this match. Uh Draco
2: afternoon would have won.
1: Yeah. If he was not gonna join the group. It's like yeah. it looks like something's gonna happen where maybe he's in a tag match. Maybe it's Joe Gacy and Harlan against Draco and Zion Quinn. And I think in the match, Draco's gonna turn on Zion and the three of them beat him down and then that's that sets up another uh disciple for joe gacy's cult
2: that's basically uh, basically what it is the joe gacy cult so alrighty then mr minibushi
1: shall we move on sir yes we're moving on to the next match of the evening but you want to call it that we got nikita lyons versus sloan jacobs Boring. I wouldn't say boring. I mean, the I mean, the other girls felt pretty hot, but it was definitely filler. Filler. Uh, kick the
2: kick leg, split leg drop. Boom. One, two, three. Nikita. That's basically what it
1: was. And Nikita Lyons won. And then in the end, uh, Last Legend appears on the tron, says they have unfinished business they handle after stand and deliver. So we now know it's stand and deliver. It will be uh, Last Legend versus Nikita Lyons.
2: Yes, it will be. Yes, it will be. And that's
1: gonna I'm, be interesting to see. Yes, because uh, or or they're gonna wait till after. Stand and deliver to start this rivalry, which I think would be dumb. I'm like, why not add it to the why not add it to the match? What else could you possibly have on the card? Unless you're not getting a long card, which wouldn't make sense because WrestleMania, I don't think is going to start till like eight o'clock. Yeah, true. So I don't know sorry, what the point sorry. of that would be. So sure, around like six or something, like eight o'clock. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyway, we got that going on, and then um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But either way, I'm looking forward to it because Last Legend can work, Nikita Lyons can work, and it's gonna be a great rivalry. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right
2: then. Move and. It on.
1: Yep, on that note, we have our main event of the evening, uh, the triple threat match where the winner will get the final spot in the North American Championship ladder match. We got Roderick Strong with Diamond Mine versus A-Kid versus Cameron Grimes. <laughs> fantastic action match. It was
2: stellar as hell. What do you think, Vinny? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the living hell that even though we usually don't like triple threats, triple threats like this for a number one contendership, that's fine. For a title, no. But for this, like for it was good. AK put up a good fight. I was like, please not him. I already know who was going to win and everybody knows. Cameron Grimes won, but going a little forward too much, but great match though. I was. It was stellar. A couple spots. I
1: mean, but then again, I enjoyed the living hell out of it. Cameron Grimes, This is one of the best This is like the best he's been Yeah This is amazing Like that double hurricanrana Where he flipped two guys Yeah Thought that was fucking cool The way he built momentum was cool Just taking everybody down Like he controlled the match Yeah And did it very well And of course in the end uh, He hits the cave in Yes he did to pin Roderick Strong for the win. I like the fact that he pinned Roderick Strong because it established real credibility. let to be honest, nobody knows or gives a fuck who A-Kid is. Nope. Nobody does. Nope, nope, nope. So, to get a credible victory over Roderick Strong is a big deal. So, I thought that was very well done. Then after the match, Hayes and Williams get in the ring. Everyone in the ladder match stakes their claim to the title. Grimes says he's taking the belt to the moon. And then decks Hayes, and then it turns into a brawl between everyone and then basically they're basically uh, everyone's trying to say hey we're gonna be the north american champion but it's gonna be intriguing to see who wins yeah there's a lot of guys who deserve to win true but i definitely knew cameron was winning this match because there's no point in bringing up the story about his father if you're not gonna at least put him in the match
2: yeah exactly
1: so i definitely think that makes him an odds-on favorite to win but then again they can swerve everybody but i would not be shocked that cameron grinds walked out of standard deliver with the title because they bring up his dad and his dad. Death way too much not to capitalize on that like if you're not gonna give him the win why even tell the fucking story why because that's gonna be a major letdown and a waste of time if he's not gonna walk out the North American title now again I'm not saying he has to win necessarily I'm just saying if he's not gonna win don't bring up his dad because then that's stupid you use that if you're gonna tell the savior feel-good guy's gonna win story that's when you bring up stuff like that when you're trying to build a baby face that you want to win and have the title.
2: Okay, agree with you more. Otherwise I think this was actually a fantastic card. Good show right before uh standing delivered there, guys. It really I enjoyed it highly. Good start, good finish. Finally. Yeah. After how long? <laughs>
1: it's been a few weeks. It's not been that long. NXT overall has always Those done good. Guys. Yeah, I know. We had a few disappointments mm-hmm. here and there, but overall oh, this NXT's boy, been good. We- Yes. So uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, will conclude uh, this week's recap of NXT. Zach, as always, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me, and I look forward to having you back on next week. I'll be be here, folks. All right. So uh, make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify.
2: Spotify. Breaker. Breaker.
1: Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show, as well as great content. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we got uh, great content on there from BoochCast Reviews Dark Side of the Ring to our archive watch parties, our DMD one-shot, funny skits, holiday videos, all that and more available on our YouTube channel, so make sure you guys hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified so you'll know when new content will be coming we got new episodes of dark side of the ring coming soon we've got archive watch parties coming soon and plenty more funny stuff coming soon to the show also make sure you guys follow us on twitch go to twitch.tv slash the where we do our live wrestling watch parties our next one will be uh saturday april 2nd for night one of wrestlemania and sunday april 3rd for night two of wrestlemania now Night one uh, will be done by uh, Elvis Delinsky and Desmond Dagenhart. Uh, They're basically getting together on Saturday to watch Wrestlemania and do a little game night and all that, so I have arranged for them to do the live stream on Twitch. So they'll be taking care of everything. So be on the lookout. You'll be hanging out with them and the uh, the fam and everything, and they'll be having a good time. And then Sunday April 3rd will be the rest of us getting together uh, for night two of Wrestlemania, so we'll be ready for that. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, so I Make sure you guys are following us on twitch.tv slash theboochcast to join us for night one on April 2nd and night two on April 3rd. Also, we got our D&D show coming soon to the uh, Twitch channel later this year, so you're to look out for that for the Boochcast Dungeons & Dragons show. And we got some gaming coming to the show. Uh, Elvis has his Oculus, so we're going to be uh, adding some gaming to the site as well. And because I finally got uh, WWE uh, 2K22 working, but we'll be uh, talking about that on a later show, uh, we're going to be doing the Boochcast booking battle. That's right. It's where I'm going to be putting a roster together, Elvis will be putting a roster together, and uh, we'll be competing uh, to see who can put on the better shows and entertain the crowd better. And each show will be shown on the Twitch channel if you to check out and we will find out once and for all who is the better booker man, Vinny Bucci or Elvis Delinsky. Find out by going to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. And of course, you guys can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at with prizes coming soon the first level you can donate at is for 99 cents per month this level is for people who want to donate to the show but don't have a lot of money to spend you either got not a lot of money in the bank or you got you know bills to pay mouths to feed people you know things to take care of and we're not money hungry here on the Boochcast. cast so the last thing we would ever ask our fans to do is break the bank sacrifice a payment or feel guilt-tripped or pressured that you have to donate money to this show. If the best you can do for us is take these links, listen to the show, and spread them out to everybody to get us more listeners, you are doing your you are doing your part to help us grow this show. But if you're on a budget but still want to put a little skin in the game, the 99 cents level is for you. Why is that? Because it's 99 cents. It's not a big deal, you ain't gonna miss it, but it's gonna help us out a great deal because every little bit helps us grow this show and allow it to continue to thrive but if you got some extra money you want to spend you go to the second level which is for $4.99 per month the same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription i know a lot of you guys out there aren't aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money we got better content than peacock anyway and we got the third and final level you can donate at which is for a mere $9.99 same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since it sold to the Peacock, you got nowhere to put that $9.99. Stay that $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option of paying with a credit card or with G-Pay. And of course, all the money that we raise here on the show goes back into the show in some capacity. We use to upgrade our equipment, we use to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe they're gonna be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest of the money to feed this gentleman here some ramen noodles And try, oh, we try, we try, we try, we try and try some more (laughs) to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! Well, I see by the clock on a wall. That it's time to bid you
0: one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long Farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu Be good, stay well, bye-bye Keep warm, relax, and eat Take care, stay loose, adieu, bon I'll approach goodbye till when we meet again